Hello and welcome to the Filuminati Philosophy Podcast with your host, No Name. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, not even saying my name over and over again because it's boring. You just call me Anton LeBay, aka Deepak Shakur, aka Black Rasputin, aka Mr. Take Your Girl and Have a Real Nice Conversation. Uh, but yeah, I've been on a kill streak. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but on Valentine's Day, I just woke up feeling like I was like unlimited. Like my whole body was tingling. I was fucking like, in workflow mode where I just blank my mind out and get to like a meditative flow state. I'm <laughs> now I'm crashing from drinking so much coffee yesterday, but yeah, it was like I had two sets in one night, both of them fucking fire part one and part two you're gonna get to hear those because you're a loyal subscriber and remember share the podcast get some more motherfuckers on it so i can make more than two dollars per episode (laughs) because that's all i'm getting now from the fucking ads but yeah i hate ads i wish i can actually figure out a way to get local real businesses to advertise and like do that shit on the low but i gotta get my listenership up and followers to at least ten thousand before they even talk to you that's just the nature of the game and how the fucking industry works. But whatever, I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, I want podcasts. I mean, I want sponsors, but I don't want, like, anybody. Like, I like GT's Kombucha, the Stoke Sugar-Free Cold Brew with no extra shit in it. I like uh, Kombucha, other brands like Master Brew, other mo- Yeah, pretty much anybody. Local tea houses and local kombucha people in Chapel Hill. Let's get together, baby. You know anybody? I met somebody at Northside District. She's like, I work for a place that brews kombucha. I was like, young motherfuckers just do that shit at home. I don't know why y'all try so hard. Even though I did want to try to start a kombucha business, but fucking Jews make it way too hard <laughs> with all this legal shit and getting it tested. You know what I'm saying? We need Red Dead Redemption style, like snake oil salesmen. What they don't tell you about snake oil, sometimes that shit kind of worked. Depending on what the extra shit is, was in there with the snake oil. A little history fact. Or undeniable plausibility. Because it had to be some good snake oil salesman out there. That was like, I got that good fucking... Like, you, y'all got black snake oil. That means it ain't shit because they ain't got no venom. This here is just straight up fucking Cobra, baby. <laughs> like King Cobra malt liquor. Snake oil. But yeah. Like, share, subscribe again, and enjoy the show. Yes. What's your name again? My name is Philip Warren. 
I promise her Jason. We're both black. Yes. Pay attention to us. Oh, we're aware. This is all inspired because I had this weird thing where people perceive me as being schizophrenic, but I don't know what schizophrenia is, but it's talking about like this anti, like you kind of have flat emotions, so it makes me impossible to have a relationship. Because every white girl doesn't want you to be angry for some reason. So I can stop. But I don't have emotions, so I don't get mad. Like, they think of ways to try to like piss me off. It's kind of weird. But I gotta tell you what it's actually inspired by. What fucked me up on Valentine's Day was when I was like six years old, I was like just chilling at church. You know how you see your parents when they're kind of like in a relationship, they're having like a like they have one public persona of them being a happy couple, and then at home, they pretty much hate each other. Dude. My dad really was schizophrenic. Like, he used to make up crazy stories about my mom cheating on him in like the weirdest ways possible. Like, he took it over the time. He's like, yeah, you get gangbanged by the man who runs the store. I'm like, I don't think he got that much stamina. He's like 73. He's been building Chevy engines since he was 12 years old. Yeah. Wait, we're gonna get real. <laughs> we're totally having music behind us, but that led to where's the music, Will? Where's the instrumental to KG? This is yes. But yeah, kindergarten. So I went to school not having a filter. I guess that's black autism. But when Valentine's Day rolled around in third grade, like I was expressing myself. Just because I do not give a fuck about what anybody thinks about it, I just say what the fuck I feel. And the teacher was talking about everybody has to exchange gifts. And I was raising my hand and said, I don't like any of these people. Because <laughs> they all suck, because they didn't get me. But I also said love was fake, because I saw all my parents like have their fake church persona and at home screaming at each other about stuff that wasn't even real. Like, he was just saying like a mom's getting gangbanged. He still thinks that to this day, so weird. But I screamed out in class, I was like, love is fake, fuck love. And thanks to my liberal teacher, they're like, okay, fair, you can just sit out on Valentine's Day and write. And I did that. And then, out of nowhere, this six-foot-tall biracial girl came up and gave me a letter, and it said, do you want me on boyfriend? Because they were, like, laughing at me secretly, because everybody saw me fucking crying in class, and I was like, love sucks from my childhood depression. And then I was like thinking about it, I was like, should I get a fake girlfriend in fifth grade? Or should I just continue to be like the lone gunman or whatever I'm gonna have? I'm just saying, this is the longest that Karen's been quiet. She's on She was speechless. She was speechless. I'm giving the names of details. Alright, well, anyway, I wrote, I don't know, I made my own box of her dating request. I gave her back to her on Monday. And then she said, I'll you know And then I agreed. Did No, no, she turned into a prostitute. Like, that's what I <laughs> She, yeah. Cause that day she was like, okay, I'll be your girlfriend for three days, but after that you have to start paying me. I was like, dude, I'm a job. I'm in the fifth grade. She didn't pay her. She yeah, I did. I shared my life money for years. And I didn't eat at school, so I got home and I ate like Oreos and a motherfucker, so I ate up being like a fat little like 300 pound. Yeah, 53. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to Chase now. Right? That's later. Like, you find out about that at 11 o'clock show about my transformation. But after paying her to be my fake girlfriend and walk around 
fun of me even more. Yeah, yeah. so I, eight years more, I got even fatter. Like, it was weird. But that continued for years. Like, from the fifth grade to the ninth grade, I used to give her all my money and possessions. I gave her a fucking game for it. But it's like, sure, yeah. And my mom had to get it back. And everybody knew what was going on, but nobody tried to fucking give me therapy. I was like, I'm going to turn into a uniform if I keep fucking prostitutes. But yeah. Oh my goodness.
everybody caught me, like, giving her my lunch money, and like, they, like, spread shit about me being, it's like a pussy-ass bitch that's paying for it. And not even getting it. Like, I was just paying her to be, like, a little hold hand bitch in the hallway. So that all the other girls said, oh, it feels normal. He had a girlfriend, but then when they found out I was paying her, they were like, fuck, feel forever. <laughs> yeah. And then that led to me, like, being, like, super, like, sexually frustrated, and I ended up going to Craigslist orgies when I was 19, because I needed the validation and human contact. I think that's what autism is. It's like, when you're willing to go gay just because you're like, you know what, I need somebody to like rub them off. They had not high body. I was 250 pounds when I was going to Craigslist orgies. Like, I remember the first time I got like coerced into gay sex. I was at this girl's birthday party I got super codependent with and became like a high school 15 year old alcoholic with. <laughs> To the point where we were friends, and I was like stuck on her and like puppy love. Like I was like, I gotta do whatever it takes to get this girl to finally go out with me. And that involved getting drunk as shit every weekend for like nine years from like age 16 to 23. But it didn't work. So at 19, at her birthday party when she turned 18, her best gay boyfriend, she was like a young fag hang in high school. He was like, I like you, but you're not gay. And I'm like, hold on a second, cowboy. You shave pretty nice, like you look like he look like Rihanna mixed with Miley Cyrus. That's how I can describe him. But I was like, first I made out with him, I was like, oh yeah, his lips do feel exactly like human lips. So I was like, what's the difference between men and women? I was like, there's no real difference. That's what me talking to myself while I was making out with the drunkest fuck at 19. Then he blew me in the bathroom. But the weird thing about that, everybody back in the old days when they had flip phones, somebody recorded me getting my first blood job. And they never showed me the video, but I feel like it was the greatest video ever. Because back then when I was compartmentalizing myself and turning gay just because I was so depressed and lonely, I could not come. Like, I could fuck dudes for like two and a half hours and just not bust. And it was like, you must really love me if you fuck me like I'm a woman. I was like, really? It's just because I've been watching porn and this is the only way I know how to fuck people. <laughs> so I didn't expect... I was like, you're gay, you're supposed to be like non-binary. I was like, I didn't know there was a gender-specific way of fucking. <laughs> Cause I thought everybody deserved a good slow stroking back in my <laughs> I still do it though, you know what I'm saying? I still got skills. But now I have this thing, I'm platonic. Like my biggest fetish now is becoming really good friends with somebody and having conversations with them that get deep and fucking like let me banter with people and be a normal human being. And they just ignore the shit out of them. <laughs> like, I thought I met my soulmate. Like, whenever we talk, I get like goosebumps. And I was like, is this goosebumps or is this like the beginning stage of herpes? <laughs> it might be a curse. It might be like whenever I do fall in love with somebody, my lips start to go like, uh-oh, outbreak. <laughs> Gotta shut that fucking emotion shit down quick. And I do, occasionally. But, long story short, I am the greatest blowjob giver in the planet. Because that dude at that party, I'm looking the next week, he came in 15 seconds. I was like, I'm a LeBron James with sucking dick in my hands. Nobody did this before. Like, I've never seen anybody do that. And he's just like, because he's just like, what are you? I deep throw. I had no gag reflex. He wasn't expecting it. And I was the top. I, he was like super feminine. And I was just fucking killing it. That's why I'm pitch black. But. It didn't help me become like super cool. Like I don't hold on to any kind of ideology or labels. 
I just think of myself as a God. I got stuck rationalizing all my behavior. I was like, I'm just experiencing everything I can experience as a human vessel of consciousness. And if that includes making dudes come really quickly, so be it. But yeah, it's been fun. I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Yeah. I'm kidding, it's late, I gotta go. Yeah. Tomorrow, open mic. <laughs> Tomorrow, the Congress Against Humanity. Uh, please give it up and keep it going. Come on, keep it going. Awesome, yeah, we're having a Ruckus pizza. We got an open mic thing. Oh, you ten minutes if you want. Oh, good. Yeah, come through Ruckus. A lot of talk about white women tonight. I gotta clear up some shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be just an asshole, but I think white girls have been losing a lot of stock value in the last couple of years. <laughs> like for real. Like back in the old days, I used to see a white girl with blue hair and tattoos and be like, woo. posting on Facebook, she might be one of they, them bitches, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. this whole, like, white girl feminism shit, it really scares the shit out of me as a black man. Because they used to just immaterial make fake accusations towards black dudes, and now it's like white dudes are getting it too, they're like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> so y'all switching teams right now? This is what happened after Obama? Cause I don't know if you noticed, but Stormy Daniels' titties the way they were rendered in Minecraft. <laughs> like, they were like wet bread loaves. Like I never watched her form. I seen her in the advertisements. I was like, you pay for that bitch? Like, you got all that money. That's all you can afford. Like I got better blowjobs for twenty three dollars than anything she could give. <laughs> and me myself, I don't date attractive women. I like to date interesting girls. Like ugly white bitches gotta try to figure out which one of my friends are liars. Cause you ever had a conversation where you go, like, oh man, she ain't she ain't that bad. Like, I mean, I wouldn't hit it, but you know you can do it. You know you can do whatever you can. Yeah. Like I'm black as fuck compared to Benelli. What? I'm like way worse than Michael Vick. Shout out to you. Ugly girls. It's not really that they're ugly. It's just like I like crazy girls to figure out what they do. Like, what? Hang on, I gotta go to the wrong spot. Come down now. Girls date me not just because they actually want to fuck me. They date me just so they get Instagram likes. She like take a picture of his hair waiting out, looking so I can show my white friends his sponge dress up close. I hate that shit. I, I hate when I'm walking somewhere and like one, like a hot actual hot girl comes up. So like, oh, you must be Justin's boyfriend. I'm like, fuck. Now I can't cheat on her. <laughs> like, this is horrible. You give me the wrong kind of PR. This is making this way too taxing on my spirit. Liability bitches. Uh, I don't want to fuck Quakers from now on. Like, I don't want to fuck white girls that never even seen the internet. 
got that good technology. Like, I ain't got to worry about the Wi-Fi password. I got to some bad situations. I got an oral yeast infection just so I can watch Netflix. But that's all I do. I fuck girls just to get their Netflix password. It's a good thing. it you can judge it for yourself but you know i'm saying the crowd don't lie baby unless it's an improv show <laughs> but yeah catch me on all social media like you can find me on facebook under filuminati artist page with my weird glitched up picture on it and uh let's see what else we got instagram anton LeBay, black rasputin on twitter blk rasputin big r i don't know what else to fucking do you can call me I give out my number. I don't give a fuck. It's 919-265-9913, which is a crazy number for numerology purposes. I was like, I got like all the nines in one fucking number. Like my birthday is 92989. That shit is crazy. That's why my fucking Anton LeBay triple nine. That, that's my actual Instagram. I forgot. It's another Anton LeBay. Some motherfucker jocking my steeds that don't post shit, bro. You need to get that up. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. And goodbye.